Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown and & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. THD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Now, back to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Doug, this will get you fired up for Wrigley Field tonight. Well, it should. I'm already fired up after this two-game winning trend. <laughs> Never like seen musical in the flesh. <laughs> what a great first line. Cut your teeth on champions rings on TV. <laughs> we are proud of our address. Proud of our address? Yeah. In a baseball town where everyone's envy. But every team is like Wayne Wright's curveball. Carpenters and base again. I could listen to this all day, but guess who's in studio here? Tom. Look, it's Tom. Tom Schmidt from Salzburg. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. There it is. What a treat this is. My man. And this now is there's a treat. A, is there a little, like, there's some kind of animal for the uh, the location, oh, hey, barbecue, uh, <laughs> which is right by me. It's, uh, a, it's a cartoon rack of ribs with uh, a face and <laughs> it says, oh, arms. Hey. And his name is uh, Robert Ribford because he's a hunky redhead. Oh, and that's your, Come on, uh, man. That's your new... Marketing guy? Yeah, we've really. Slogan, what the hell? We're really, um, we're really going to the next level. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robert Rid. Did you hire somebody from Robert. Lower Manhattan to handle it? Uh, Salt right. and Smoke is uh, a longtime oh. sponsor of TMA, and look, Tom brought in ribs for you. He made, he looked around to make sure Roderick wasn't around to yeah. make sure that you got them, and they're here for your birthday. Last time he brought them in, the cat and uh, Charlie ate them. Right in they, front of you, they taunting you. They attacked it like the Rams' offensive line or something. That's they right. Wild There's jackets. nothing left but splinters by the time they got through there. I got nothing. Uh, Tom, how is, uh, how's everything at Salt and Smoke? Everything's great. Yeah. Have, do you guys, have you guys noticed how bronze Doug is right now? Bronze? You look, have you been you look like to... a golden bear right now. Well, I've been out in the God, sun a little bit. so attractive. Okay, He's knock so it off! <laughs> He came in here with some ribs to flirt with you. That's right. I guess, I guess so. Put that yeah, meat now in your that mouth. Now you brought that oh, up. Bronzed. I think it's, there's a yellow light, I think. Remember how yellow I was when we first started in here? Jaundiced. It's jaundiced. It's <laughs> yeah. ribs. It'll help. Yeah. Uh, you have the Ballpark uh, Village location, which is where we will be for TMA Day at the ballpark, and that is on June 14th, and you get your tickets at TMASTL.com. We'll be broadcasting live from the Ballpark Village location. Yeah, a little Can't breakfast wait. pony. Breakfast pony, Doug. That seems like it's got to be the best location in all of downtown St. Louis right there, isn't it? It's great. It's great. It's absolutely, it's a. It's packed all the time. The energy's great. There's tons of people from out of town and local yeah. people and Cards fans. And Anyway, it's a great vibe. It's a lot of fun. And, and Tom was telling me where we're talking about it during the commercial break that uh, he said a lot of people do visit St. Louis, tourists, and that many of them head to Salt and Smoke. 
How about that? Oh, I bet they do. My cousin yeah, coming in from Milwaukee on Thursday, going to Salton's. Boom, as, he isn't, as, he? as boom, they boom, should. Boom. As they should. Uh, For lunch salt. and dinner. Not that's just, the thing. Not lunch just and lunch. That's exactly oh, yeah. Right. No. It's busy all Both the time. Meals, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I am, I'm, a, I'm, I'm addicted to the burnt end. Toasted ravioli. Thank you. Addicted to the burnt end toasted ravioli, Doug. Yeah. That's what we're going for. You want yeah. people to get addicted? <laughs> That's I'm right. For, I don't know what's wanna... going on with those things, but they are absolutely incredible. You know, when I was in Italy as part of my world travels, I noticed they don't have toasted ravioli. And I thought, that would, wouldn't would that be a great treat to start that in Italy when people come You're interested come over? in expanding Italy. It seems like a big miss for Italy. It does. At large. It's yeah. A, it's easy to do, and everybody loves them, and you could have them everywhere for the tourist, if nothing else. And they think, oh, I'm getting a bit of Italy. When well, you're uh, not. You're getting a bit of St. Louis. <laughs> right. We'll, uh, really we'll try to get a trade commission over there or something. So you are going to work on it. Yeah, work. that's right. It would work. Yeah. First ballpark village, now Rome. They Salt have and smoke. Right. stuff to learn over there. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they can learn a lot. They quite, they're close. They haven't quite figured it out. <laughs> no. Salt and smoke. Uh, how many locations are you up to now? Uh, we have we have uh, four salt and smokes and one O'Hay in Kirkwood, and, and we're opening a second O'Hay in two weeks in Crestwood. Oh, is that right? At the new right? Crestwood Schnooks. There yes, sir. Oh, how about that? The yeah. New, the schno- oh, the schno- not the new Deerbergs across the street, but the, schno- the, the Schnooks had to ramp up their game to compete. Yeah, yeah. And, and they and called you in to ramp it up. So that's you, right. You that's right. We're we're hoping to make more of an impact than Contreras says the new kind of signing oh, here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I see what you did. Clock just like we were in <laughs> Parliament. It's that's tapped right. on the tapped on the council. <laughs> All for that. Uh, Tom Schmidt, Salt and Smoke will be there on June fourteenth. Check it out. Oh hey, barbecue is at uh, at Schnooks. Now it will be in Crestwood, also in the Kirkwood location, yeah. and four St. Louis area locations, including Ballpark Village. The Hampton Avenue one. Uh, where are the other two? U City, the original. U right? City, and then uh, Main Street in St. Charles, Street, Saint old Charles. historic Mo- Main Street. There, you have there to bounce go. around each one of them every day, or you've got managers you trust. I bounce around a little bit. Sometimes now. I don't bounce around. You know, <laughs> mix it up. What's the uh, goal? Are you gonna you gonna be nationwide at some? Well, point? I guess it's the Italian stores. What's that? You want to you want to expand to Italy is the goal. Yeah, right? that's well, right. That's, that's, that's obvious. That's first step. Just an obvious. Yeah. yeah. It's a straight line, generally, yeah, yeah. for barbecue <laughs> for barbecue restaurants. You franchise starting. <laughs> That's Tom from Salt and Smoke. Tom, great to see you. Yeah, Let's thanks for having me in, guys. Thanks Good to see you. And yeah. isn't it great to see how bronze Doug is? He is, really he is golden. He, he is, really is. It's almost like an Oscar statue. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> He really is, Dougie. See you guys. See you, Tom. Said, There's okay, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Ribbies. Thank you, Tom. Tom from Salt and Smoke. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure to welcome to the program from MLB.com, John Denton. John, thank you for uh, waiting patiently while uh, a barbecue restaurateur flirted with one of my co-hosts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm all hungry now after hearing all that. Oh, well, yeah, you would be if you smelled these ribs, it, Oh, too. they are really, uh, it's the salt and smoke, man, I'm telling you. Uh, no joke. Uh, last night, the Cardinals get the win. The story, Wilson Contreras, as it has been since Saturday morning. The, the thing that I was theorizing on this, and you're around, you got to see everything on Saturday, you got to see everything on Sunday, and then last night before and after is his, his return to Wrigley. I was thinking that it may be a benefit for him that the Cardinals went to Chicago right after this weekend of turmoil. If they would have gone to somewhere like Cincinnati where he had no ties and there would have been nobody in the stands, maybe it wouldn't have been easy to get refocused and get re-energized. But after what you reported, that conversation with Adam Wainwright and Jack Flaherty, he goes to Chicago, he's energized by the crowd, the boos, the cheers, it doesn't matter. And then he comes out and he hits the hell out of the baseball. His hardest hit ball was one that wound up being an out. 
that I wonder if that actually could wind up being a benefit that he had to go to Chicago right after this insane weekend. What do you think? Yeah, you know, Tim, uh, like, I think he enjoyed being the heel last night. I think he enjoyed going back there and being booed. And, you know, he, at, early in the day he was talking about how he had seen Schwarber come back and he had seen Chris Bryant come back and all these guys, and he was worried. And he's like, man, am I going to get cheered or am I going to get booed or whatever? And then when they started booing him, he's like, okay, bring it on. Bring it on. Boo me more. And it kind of it kind of got him going, I think, and it really locked him in. And I mean, the three balls he hit were 103, 117, and 108 miles an hour. Like he really, like you said, he hit the heck out of the ball last night. He was kind of upset, uh, you know. He's kind of using his motivation, and you know, it, it really kind of helped him get past what's been the, maybe the weirdest week of his career. Yeah, it, it was impressive how he bounced back. I know a lot of us were skeptical about the move of him not being a catcher anymore. You think maybe this will make him a, a better hitter, reach more of his potential as a hitter? Because when he gets going, he's he's really a good hitter. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's he's a really good hitter. He's one of the best offensive catchers in all of baseball. Uh, let's face it, he's a three-time All-Star because because of his bat, not because of his glove. And, you know, he, he's the guy. That, that's why he's here in St. Louis. That's why they gave him $87 million was because of that bat. And, you know, I, I think last night just really dialed him in. Uh, you know, if, if I'm going back to Chicago where he played for seven years where he won a championship, he was coming back here to put on a show. And, you know, he's a guy who puts on, you know, he, he he's a guy who thrives when he's in center of attention. And he's a guy who plays with an edge. And he's a guy who doesn't care if he, you know, upsets the other team. And, like, he, he, he likes being an irritant on the other team, even if that other team is the one he used to play for. Uh, John Denton with us every Tuesday here on uh, TMA. He will be uh, on 101 ESPN coming up at 930. So we have a hard out situation. Once again, terrible time management on my part uh, with uh, you appearing with uh, Randy Carey and uh, Brooke down the hallway coming up here. But I, I do want to kind of go into, uh, you know, we haven't tra- we haven't talked since everything started up on Saturday morning. Um, I was truly I expected them, John, if, if they lost on Sunday and lost two of three of the Tigers as a minimum, that some kind of move would be made. That was my, that's what I was saying all week on this show and on 101 ESPN. I never saw what happened on Saturday morning coming. The question I have for you is, you're there the whole time. You heard all the comments from Ali Marmol on on Saturday morning, and then John Mazalak seemingly changed course on Sunday. Uh, what is your analysis of what started on Saturday and where it is right now with Wilson Contreras? Yeah, I think this decision was made after Friday night's game, and then Saturday was just downright bizarre. Like Saturday, there we heard all different reasons. We heard that he might play the outfield, all this stuff, and you know, I, I was just shaking my head the whole time. Like I never bought into the outfield thing. I, I even said that to Ali Marmol early Sunday morning, like, he's not playing the outfield, right? Like, nobody buys that. Um, I'm still confused by it. Uh, This is a Cardinal franchise right now that almost seems like they're grasping at straws for times. You know, the the outfield's a mess, so you take your number one prospect and you send him to the minor leagues. Uh, Zach Thompson's your, your best reliever all throughout spring. Didn't give up a run his first eight outings. He struggles a little bit, and then all of a sudden you say, okay, he's going to be a starter now. Your pitching staff's a mess, and all of a sudden you take your $90 million catcher and you say he's not going to catch anymore. Like, 
that's stuff the pirates do. That's stuff the Reds do. <laughs> so it's it's been shocking to me to see some of the decisions, but hey, that's what they're going with now. So we'll see how it works out. You, you can tell everybody's on edge when even Adam Wainwright kind of snapped at you there in the locker room. But that's certainly not like him on a reasonable question. Yeah, you know, uh, we, I believe Wayno last night was the third time he's apologized to me, and you know, it's. I told him, look, I've I've been in this business for thirty years. I've had, I've had <laughs> Bill Parcells and Pat Riley and Chuck Daly uh, yell at me before, so it it didn't bother me. And you know, that that just summed up the frustration. Like we all know, Wayno's the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah. And, you know, he he takes one word and, and pounces on it and and kind of overreacted. So. Uh, you know, it, it just speaks to the frustration that the whole team was going through. Wayne even told me yesterday, he said he didn't sleep a wink on Saturday night. He was so disappointed that he couldn't be the guy that, to break that, that losing streak. And it just really bothered him that he, he, you know, gave up those runs in the fifth inning and couldn't couldn't help the Cardinals break that losing streak. Who gave you the worst blistering you've ever taken <laughs> in the locker room? I think, I think Parcells. I'm gonna, of the names he gave, I'm yeah. going to give my action to Parcells. What do you think? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, well – Actually, I'm going to tell you what, you, you haven't covered sports until you've been around Tom Coughlin. Uh, you know, I covered the Jaguars in Jacksonville. You couldn't, you, if you covered summer camp, you couldn't ask him a question if you're wearing sunglasses. Let's put it that way. That's how, that's how much of a drill sergeant he was. Uh, so, what was his Tom thing? If you weren't 15 was, minutes early, you were late. Wasn't that the deal? Yeah, yeah. That's the old, the old Vince Lombardi line. You know, he's, he was one of those guys who went out of his way to be a jerk. So, you know, he's, he's, Probably in the, the Jerk Hall of Fame, no doubt. Oh, oh nice. Clip that off. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> hey, a final question, because I know you do have to go. Um, but are, have you spoken with any of the pitchers? I mean, in, in other words, how did this all come to fruition? I would imagine, and I, I, I also could see none of the pitchers wanting to, to take responsibility for it based on the reaction to all of this. But did the pitchers go to management, whether it be Marmol, whether it be Mazalok, whomever, and say, hey, this just isn't working out with Contreras. There was that exchange with Jack Flaherty last week where it was kind of insinuated that there would maybe a problem with the catching. Um, do you know how this got from, you know, hey, he's our catcher to, hey, he's our outfielder slash DH on Saturday? Tim, Tim, the pitchers don't go to management. They go to Adam Wainwright. That's, that's management. Ah. <laughs> that's <laughs> the next level of management nice. right there. He's the you boss. Know? Wayno's the spokesman for everybody on the team. Wayno's the guy that everybody talks to, and you know that's why Wayno was involved in the in the meeting on Sunday. Um, you know, he met with Wilson before the game, after the game. He told him how much they love him, how much they trust him, and Wilson even pointed out last night that the conversation with Wayno changed everything. Like he said, it put him in a much better place. You know, uh, he, he's a guy who's been anxious about his performance. He's been disappointed with his performance. He called Yadier Molina because he said he was guilty. Uh, you know, so, but, but Wayno was the spokesman kind of for the pitching staff. And, you know, he told them that, you know, some changes need to be made and they assured Wilson that they believed in him. So instead of going to management or the coaching staff, most pitchers just go to Wayno and say, Hey, can you help me with this? So that's, I think that's how it played out. Oh, they're going to, they're going to miss him for a lot of reasons next year. We've already seen the void created by no Albert Pujols and especially Yadier Molina this year. Adam Wainwright's the, uh, maybe he's the next manager. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'd see that. You coming. never know with Wayno. <laughs> yeah. I think I think they're gonna have to battle ESPN for him. So. Yeah, I agree with you on that, man. I agree with you. Uh, we always enjoy the conversation. Sorry that uh, we're late today. I know you got to go on with uh, the uh, fine folks at 101 ESPN. John, thank you so much as always, fine sir. 
Appreciate it. Take care. Take, Take it care easy. John Denton with us Thanks, here uh, on the program. So uh, some insight there on the whole thing that they went to uh, Wainwright. And um, a couple of things on this. This is one of the things I want to make sure I, I talk about. It's interesting to me, and Doug, we've we've now seen, you know, combined. I, I go back to the to the 80s and, and you as a fan going back when you were a kid. So we've got a lot of years we've seen. You have a guy coming over, I guess because he's been hitting, maybe it hasn't gotten as much attention, but he has been the catcher. He is he is the replacement for Yadier Molina. He is a former Cub, for those who care about that part of it. And he's making a hell of a lot of money, and the pitching staff is garbage. And yet I would think right now, if I did a, a Gallup poll, you would call it a Gallup <laughs> poll, right? I wouldn't, I did, unless George Gallup Corporation does it. Uh, on the Twitter tweets, what Wilson Contreras' approval rating was in St. Louis, I would think it's like 80-plus percent. Yeah, I didn't think anyone even thought to blame him for any of the problems. Right. And also, I think people really like him. They like the way mm-hmm. he goes about it, his enthusiasm, his passion, the way he's handled it couldn't have been more grade A, yeah. considering how awkward it is. And then if you asked for the approval rating on the manager... And then the president of baseball operations, I think we'd be like in the teens. Probably right at the moment, yeah. So how strange is that when you lay it out that way? Now, I realize we're talking about John Mazalak and Ali Mormal and people don't like them. But I'm telling you, if we were in other markets, like if the Yankees had acquired a Red Sox player, I know they got Johnny Damon, for example, Mm -hmm. Uh, and Damon came over. Now, granted, he was an outfielder, and it wasn't the same situation as a catcher responsible for a whole pitching staff. But I would imagine they would be all over the former Red Sox. But in this case, it's the manager and the president of baseball operations who are getting grilled. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't be. Make that clear. It's just Contreras has ridiculous equity i think with the fan base even though he's only been here for 35 games and and it's not like it's been a great tenure yeah well i'm confused as to just how difficult it is to call a decent game behind the plate i mean is this rocket science you've got a you've got a certain schedule that you know how you're going to pitch certain hitters i mean he's been in the league long enough he's caught a world championship team he certainly has the physical tools why all of a sudden can't he call a game? Right. And can't you, if there's something going on, can't you change that inning to inning? Can't you go to the mound and change well, something? Guys, you know, I was watching this clip of A.J. Pruszynski, former Cardinal that. catcher. You saw that? Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, I don't know how many times I'd, I'd put down, or a pitcher, you know, the catcher puts down the sign for a slider. It's shook off. Slider, shook off. Slider, shook off. Then what happens? The catcher calls timeout, walks out there and says, hey, it's your ball. You throw what you want to throw. But if you get rocked, just know that I think that this is the wrong pitch. He goes, but then there were guys like Zach Granke, and famously in Houston, he just would mouth the words curveball. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would and, tell you. And then he would throw it and challenge the guy to hit it. Uh, but, yes, now they can call. They have the little buttons to yeah. call their own game. If we they saw Otani do that. He called every pitch, right. pushing on the button right. that he had on his left right. bicep. Right. Oh, and by the way, you got to hit your strike zone as well. It's not yeah. just the pitch that you pick is going to be an automatic strike and kind of swing and miss. got to execute. What if you miss your, like, it's all on the pitcher. I'm sorry, catchers do have a, a part in it, but come on. But, but t- taking to take our step back even further than that, the president of baseball operations and the manager and whoever else is involved with this, I know those two get singled out in part because they're not real likable to the fan base. But they did sign the guy. If you read Ken Rosenthal's column yesterday, which I thought was the best one I've read on the topic, and I read everything yesterday, 
uh, because it detailed ex- actual exchanges with John Mazalock, and he talked with John Mazalock, and John Mazalock explained that it's you know kind of hindsight to look at the Sean Murphy thing, which I would respectfully disagree with. But nonetheless, moving past that, the Cardinals were hesitant on Contreras because there it is known around baseball about his deficiencies at the catching position when he's not hitting. And yeah, he's a good hitter, but he's a good hitter important here for a catcher. He is not a good hitter important here for a DH. And so if you have an expensive $87.5 million DH, that is a problem. So there were concerned. That's why they went down to Orlando to meet with him. And he convinced him in a job interview. I mean, you know. Job interviews aren't how you, how you hire baseball players. <laughs> you can tell somebody, I'm really going to hit this year. Well, I mean, if you've got, you know, 14 years with a big league club and seven of those with the rival in the division, uh, you can you can get an idea of whether or not the guy can hit and also what they can do defensively. For whatever reason, the job interview convinced them to go that direction. I still think it was a panic overreaction to not getting Sean Murphy and not being comfortable trading Sean Murphy. Poor Sean Murphy, but whatever. And then you have spring training, and some of the guys go to the World Baseball Classic. Contreras, who would have loved to have played in the World Baseball Classic, did did not, yeah, so, so he could get familiar with the staff. The staff is a low-tier staff relative to other staffs in Major League Baseball, and it may be the worst staff of any team that is considered a contender for division title. And I really don't even know who would be in the mix on that conversation. And yet, whereas you're only committed to Miles Michaelis and Steven Matz beyond this year, you are committed to Wilson Contreras beyond this year and next year and the next year and the next year. And so to default to this lower caliber of pitching staff that this guy is the problem, even though he has caught a world championship team, and they did talk with, for example... John Lester about him, who was on that 2016 team and on the 2021 Cardinals, uh, that you just pull the plug on him that quickly, it, it strikes me as throwing somebody on the, under the bus. And I know everybody's talking about Mazalak and, and, and Marmol doing it, but I would also put that on the pitching staff. And the reality is the pitching staff just isn't that good. Right. Now, this would be one thing if this were whatever year you would want to cite where the Cardinals had a great pitching staff. And the thing is, some of their incredible years, the pitching staffs you look back at and you go, God, those weren't really that good. But I would say the 2009 team, when you had Carpenter and Wainwright, two of three top three in the Cy Young voting. Lincecum wound up winning because Carpenter and Wainwright split the votes. And if those two, with their track record, along with whoever else would have been a veteran on that staff with a track record would have come to John Mazalak if Contreras' situation was going on then and said, this is a mess. The preparation just is not there. This is a problem. But respectfully, it's Steven Matz, it's Miles Michaelis, it's Jack Flaherty, it's Jake Woodford, you know, it's and it's Jordan Montgomery, who you can say, well, he was really familiar with Yadier Molina. Well, he was here for two months with Yadier Molina, and Yadier Molina was like, coaching basketball or something right, for a month. He was month on summer vacation for a while. <laughs> so, he really in Jordan Montgomery, you know, I mean, unless Jordan Montgomery really fell hard for Yadier Molina in those four games he caught him. Uh I I, I don't I mean this isn't this isn't this isn't the Braves of the 1990s with Maddox, Smoltz and Glavin. 
we knew the rotation was a problem going in. And so to blame the guy that, whether you like it or not, you've hitched your wagon to is really, really just crappy management. Yeah. Well, and if he's indeed going to be a designated hitter now, for the most part, maybe you got to move Gorman. Maybe he's the guy that you move to get a pitcher. Because they can't really? both they can't both DH right or Donovan you got one too many people there you right. don't want Gorman on the bench because no. he's got that, a lot of trade value. You imagine the fan base if they got rid of Gorman, and I mean you probably get a haul, maybe a, a, a really good starter, if he, if he, but he, nonetheless, he, I, I, no fans wouldn't be happy at all. But it, but if this got, guy for the next four years is going to be a primarily a DH, I don't think I, I don't think that's what will happen. But I. I get what you're saying. Let's just play that out. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. If that is the case, that is you are in yeah. that spot. That's why the Buster Only interview, which we'll be doing in 25 minutes on 101 ESPN, that's why his tweet, which I just keep going back to because I think it's so important to drive this home, you know, and you can't, I mean, you're welcome to however you react to things. is up to you. But they won on Sunday. They won on Monday. You still have problems here. You know, it's a, you know, I, I see how this works. I've been doing this for 20 years, I know the game. They win some games and people start jerking each other off, and I understand the program, but you still have bigger problems here. And as only said, it's difficult to overstate the impact of a shift of Contreras to a primary outfield slash DH role. If that's what the Cardinals land, prospects will be blocked. Big dollars will be tied up. Lineup flexibility will be sacrificed. It is, as far as a baseball situation goes, it is a crisis it is a crisis because it's not like you go, oh, well, let's just spin Contreras off. You are committed. You are committed $90 million to this guy. So you, to me, it's not on Wilson Contreras. It's on the organization. That's Bill DeWitt. Bill DeWitt is not a passive owner. I remember running into, well, before we got to really know each other in 2013, Albert Pujols' agent, Dan Lozano, um, when they signed the extension in 2004 uh, and he was saying to us, he goes, boy, Bill DeWitt is, he goes, he's really involved. This is 2004. He is really involved. He is an active owner. Now he doesn't get blamed like John Mazalek does. If he wore bow ties more often and, you know, talk down to people, maybe that he would, but that's not the way he operates. And so people allow likability to factor in who they blame and who they don't blame. That's fine. That's human nature. But Bill DeWitt is active in this. And either way, John Mazalock is his employee. Ali Marmol is his employee. And they signed a guy to $90 million who's now going to be a designated hitter while their last place team tries to regain their footing. And maybe they will. And maybe they'll win 10 games. It doesn't change the fact that he is locked up to be your catcher beyond this year for another few years to the tune of $90 million, $87.5 million. How do you allow that to happen? And as, and as as Rosenthal pointed out, it's not like they didn't get a chance to see him. The, the Contreras caught 115 games against the Cardinals. <laughs> how, you not, how do you not know this? And then how do you pull the plug on it a month in? Yeah, that's the the latter part is what's so shocking is that which shows it's panic, just like bringing in Helsley in the seventh inning last week. Oh, well, you got to do it. It's 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 screen. It's and again, it's it's just it, they're all part of a puzzle. Throwing Tyler O'Neill under the bus in the fifth game. It's all part of a puzzle of a bigger problem. Except calling Tyler O'Neill out, that can go away whenever Marmol goes away or whenever O'Neill goes away. And my guess is both of them will not be in St. Louis this time next year. Yeah. I had to bet. But Wilson Contreras ain't going anywhere. No. And if Wilson Contreras isn't catching, that means he's DHing, which means then you have a less than optimal bat at that position, which we're supposed to be bringing him in for. And then that also means it blocks a spot for an optimal bat who was going to be 
your DH. Because again, good hitting catcher, mediocre hitting DH. Important to point that out. You would not spend $87.5 million on Wilson Contreras as a designated hitter. Exactly. I know people scoff at the idea of him being an outfielder, but he does have a, a good arm. He runs okay. We've seen some people play in left field that weren't exactly, you know, Kurt Flood out there. Matt Adams. It, it's possible that he could be a, a left fielder and Newt Barr, your center fielder, and Walker, your right fielder, in the in the next few years. That could possibly be your outfield. This you, that wouldn't force you to, to deal Gorman, get you a better guy behind the plate. I, I could see how they could think that that's possible. You would think that maybe they would have worked on that at spring training if they thought that possibility was out there. Right. But I think he hits probably better than any other outfielder they have right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think you do want his bat in the lineup somewhere. Absolutely. But the problem, like, now Gorman with the bad bat, like, you're making him play second, then where's Donovan fit into all this? And no. Kisner is now in the lineup, like Tim was saying. It's not ideal. Like, no. you, the ideal is Contreras behind the plate. But it could be that this is just a blip on the radar, and two weeks from now we'll say, remember that when they took Contreras out of catcher, and he could be back there every night. That, that catch, possibility catch, is if out he's, there. If he's catching. Oh, yeah, and I, and I, think, oh, I think they're going to wind up doing that. I think Saturday – I don't know how that messaging took place. I suppose in the whole scheme of things, it doesn't matter. I don't think I'll forget this. There are some things that happen over the years with the Cardinals that I forget. I don't think I'll forget this. This was such a stunning thing that took place. And then the reversal of it on Sunday with John Mazelik saying, no, no, he's not going to be outfield. He's going to be Ali Mormal, your manager, said he was going to play in, in left. But okay, fair enough. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Uh, that it just shows absolute cast. And as it, I think John Denton said it perfectly. This is what the Pirates do. This is what the Reds do. And nobody's really paying attention there. Yeah. But here, for this, for the biggest free agent signing for a non, non-Cardinal, non you know, they've spent bigger money on players, but a player who is coming from the open market, unheard of. All right, we'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day coming up here in a matter of moments. If you're in an accident, things can spiral out of control quickly. You might have medical bills piling up. You might not be able to work or provide for your family, and you're probably getting the runaround from the insurance company you've been talking to. Do not fight this fight alone. C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm will take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim. They will deal with the insurance company and take the fight head on, allowing you to get back to what's important, which is recovering from your injuries. Injury cases can be complex. Each case an accident is different, and every fact is important. When building a case, people often wonder... How injured victims get large settlements or verdicts when the short answer is because they're represented by effective and skilled lawyers who understand how to get every dollar out of their case. And that's what you'll get 
at Longo Biggs Injury. Go to LongoBiggs.com, work with C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs, and you will be working with them. They won't be just delegating that to somebody else in the office. You will be working with one of the two of them. It's Longo Biggs. Longo Biggs Injury Law accepts personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. Go to LongoBiggs.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. like to tell the great people about VIP Auto Accessories and the wonderful Tommy Sabolka of VIP Auto Accessories. Commercial van and truck upfitting. It is VIP. They also have graphic solutions for retail office space, walls, floors, windows, and, of course, vehicles. You name it. VIP does it. VIP offers quality and the ability to get it all done at one place, and that is so key. Design Air works with them. Munganas St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota works with them. It's VIP Auto Accessories. Tommy wants you to call him directly, 314-428-3900, or you can email him at tommy.cibulka at VIP Auto Accessories. That's VIP Auto Accessories, the great Tommy Sabolka and VIP Auto Accessories. And while you're there, you should probably think, think about, about it. it right. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, I have to doing. log into the email. If one of the four of you could talk about something that interests you for 30 to 60 seconds, thank you. Doug, all your money <laughs> on the Celtics minus seven and a half. There tonight. you go. You just got you just made money for your birthday. Who are they yeah. playing? Philly. <laughs> yeah, uh, game five. My money's on the Celtics <laughs> and Tatum. Yeah, seven, minus seven and a half all day. You're not gonna you're not gonna falter. Well, like not last all game. day for about three or four hours, and then I might change my mind. <laughs> yeah. uh, do the Panthers sweep the Leafs tonight? Yes. Doug? Uh, gosh, I hope not. Leafs ain't gonna survive. No, they won't come. They're back. Jack, they're yeah, down they're 3-0, just yeah. With that, mindset. how many teams have come back from 3-0? three zero? Like three, three, three. Jeez, you know. what's the most recent one? I feel like there was one recent. There was one recent. Was it the Kings? Oh my God! Uh, the Red Sox came back against the Yankees. Yeah, no, yeah, they won the World in, Series in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, oh, I, I'm changing sports. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, last my time, my nurse would know. She's, she's on assignment. She's on assignment, though. You're right. Paula. You know, we just take them one at a time. We only have to win tonight. That's yes. what they're saying in Toronto. Uh, win tonight, take your chances. Ryan O'Reilly will be a god after they Kings come back. Kings over the this. Sharks. I did. I shipped it. Ah. When was that? 2014 Western Conference first round. Hmm. Wow. There have been 202 teams that have had to be in the situation. Only four have done it, though. Fun yeah. facts, no one tell. Well, to beat any team four times in a row is hard yeah. to do, much less a playoff team. Right. But that's why we. That's why we strap right, on the, the skates. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Why we play the game. Strap yeah. on. Jackson, you talked to your opponent yet? Uh, no, I don't think Thursday's going to work for our second round. Gotcha. Oh no. Oh, Jackson's topper's down. Look, Doug. Why, why won't it work? I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it, Katie. Okay. Hey, d- don't worry about me. If you guys want to play, go right ahead. I'll figure out my own. Who deal. are you playing, KG Notun? I got Flip Wilson. Well, that might be a good pairing for me and Cletus. Yeah. I'm available all day Thursday. Uh, we've oh, got to we do. We got. We got to yeah. do a thing. Yeah. We have a thing. We got a thing. We got to do. We got a little thing. We got to yeah. take care of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll find out about it in the papers. In the papers. <laughs> the papers. In the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> Time for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. These Redbirds have some problems. Tim is right. Again. This Contreras guy is a good hitter for a catcher, not a DH, which means we got a hole at the DH position. What kind of mamby-pamby does a bat flip after drawing a walk? Stop it! Okay. Don't even get me started with the manager in the front office. As Colonel Flag on MASH said, Caramba, the fish stinks from head down. And our thumpers, they're on the corners. Combined age of about 112. Mm. Wait till July rolls around and Goldie wears down again. Every year, 2014, broken hand. 
2022. I'm tired. Well, Paul Goldschmidt getting held accountable yeah. for his yeah. Arizona. What has he done lately? <laughs> Although he is a guy that you might want to use as a DH down the road. Or a trade piece. Possibly if you, yeah, if you finish right. in last place. But this email is about it being my sexual partner's birthday and want the world to know he is both a gentle and rough lover. Just the way I like it. Nay, just the way I love it. No. Like when somebody says nay. No, I hated it. it sounds like a horse. <laughs> magical hands and magical glands. Oh, it's from a lady. Her name is Sharon, and then her last name is Dongs. Oh, okay. Is that Korean? Dong I don't, I don't the have the name? ethnicities. Okay. Wow. Unless they identify themselves as ASMR Ting Ting. Yeah. Sharon Dong. 43. Sup, Doug, birthday, sex, all of it. Mm, get it, got it, flock it, flocky the Smurf. Okay. Flocky the Smurf. <laughs> Dear Doug, I hope this letter finds you well. I wanted to take a moment to express my deepest admiration and affection for you. You may not know me personally, but I have been an avid listener of your HD2 radio show for quite some time now. From the moment I heard your voice, I was captivated. Your witty banter, insightful commentary, and charming personality have kept me tuning in every chance I get. But it's not just your on-air presence that I find so captivating. There's something about you, something that I can't quite put into words is that is still in my heart. <laughs> I know it may sound silly, but I feel like I know you. I know that you love an ice-cold Arnold Palmer, that you have a soft spot for glowworm, and that you're a dog person. I know that you're passionate about your work and that you have a kind heart. These are all qualities that I deeply admire and respect. The truth is, Doug, I've developed feelings for you. I know that we've never met. I mean, you have no idea who I am. No. But I can't help how I feel. There's a part of me that wants to reach out and tell you everything, but I know that's not realistic. Instead, I'll continue to listen to your show and imagine what it would be like to be with someone as wonderful as you. Ugh. Thank you for bringing joy and happiness into my life, even though it's just through a radio show. With all my heart, Cal. Cal? What's Cal sweet, Kennedy? What a sweet sentiment. I think it was DraftKings Cal. Buzz. DraftKings Cal. DraftKings Cal is Buzz? No, 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 no. I don't think so. No, no. We're not. We're not. Wow, that would have been a, quite a turn. I, maybe one of them's Arbor Day. I can never, <laughs> that would have disappointed I me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Are we done talking about the founding fathers eating ass? <laughs> Little known fact that George Washington's presidency, Treasury Secretary Alexander Hamilton, was unofficially known as the Secretary of Butt Stuff. He wasn't. <laughs> I didn't know that. He was not. That's interesting. Is that why Lin-Manuel Miranda did the play? He was killed by Aaron Burr, right? Spoiler alert. Well, yeah, for real, spoiler. Oh. Hamilton bought all sorts of innovations in. Butt shrub maintenance <laughs> to the highest levels no. of society in New York and Philadelphia, but it never caught on in D.C. until centuries later. Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote a musical number about trimming your butt shrubs before getting your salad tossed, but it ended up on the cutting room floor. Oh. Wow. Ours is the type of presentation where listeners feel free to drop in at any time and clarify all the specific ways they have not been anally serviced. Nice. Oh. Yeah, it's true. Based on caller Buzz's statements that he's never gotten on all fours and been fingered, his knees have never gone above his head, and his wife has never put on a strap on and inserted it, we can deduce he gets fingered standing up and or lying. 
lying down. Yeah, he finally gets on all fours when he wants his ass eaten, and his wife manually inserts the strap on into his hole with her hands like that friend at Tucker's who had to wield old purple in that apartment behind Uncle Bill's in Baldwin. What did I just say? Old oh, I remember that story. That's from Buck. I think I do too. I actually don't. How did I forget that? There was a was couple that was time. meeting another couple or somebody at Uncle an Bill. apartment <laughs> behind Uncle Bill. And and it was a purple dildo? And then oh, a purple like, dildo was inserted, and then he had to go get, like, lunch or, like, dinner. He was, like, wandering around there, wasn't he? wandering around with oh. the dildo, like, in his By hand. Uncle Bill's. Buck Swope with a nice little historic email. <laughs> it was. Founding Father Talk. Yeah. Uh, that's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. What you oh, got? I'm going to have to go with that last one. Buck Swope and his Uncle Bill's reference. Yeah, I didn't like I the did term like Old one. Purple. Yeah, I'm going to go Buck. Buck Swope is oh, shipped. Okay. The Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. You know, you combine next week with the dotum. You know Buck Swope will be omnipresent. Yeah, well. Maybe he's the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month for the month. Of May. Keep I an assume, eye on Buck Swope. I assume he'll wear his sport coat to the golf course. The green jacket. Of course. <laughs> That's right. Of course. Yeah. And he'll take uh, just a few pictures. Does he play? No. I, he plays. Plays. I would think he's a ball striker. Wouldn't you think he's I a ball striker? I would think with the sport coat on. Right. But he'll be taking pictures, though. He doesn't take that He's many. a shutter spook. <laughs> uh, Maggie O'Brien's next uh, Wednesday. Lisa Ann dating. Game one from PP Corp. Do you want to participate? Uh, the win gets a dinner with Lisa Ann at Olive and Oak. T. McKernan at Inside STL. Dot com. We are accepting girl-girl couples, too. We decided Absolutely. we would do that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I think bringing that testosterone to the table is a, is a big the factor girl? there. We're going to go yeah. right from the softball field to the party. <laughs> uh, Maggie O'Brien, Sunset yeah. Hills, next Wednesday night. Then the Dotem, presented by Michelob Ultra, Thursday and Friday next week. We're going to have a feast on a drive-in, and we have uh, Rockstar Tacos for lunch, and then we have Rockstar Smash Burgers. Oh. And then there's going to be a putt on the 18th green to win $2,500. Oh, really? How about that? $2,500? How about that? Here's what we got. Dotem after party at the Normandy Pavilion both days after the tournament. Brought to you by CJC Transport. Welcome aboard to CJC Transport. Yeah. Nice. They improve your transportation, bottom line, one load at a time. After 18 holes of golf, come hang with your friends of the feather and TMA guys for food, drinks, and fun. The after party will feature a CJC transport cocktail. It's John Daly. Smash burgers from Rockstar Taco and the fine folks from Evolution Fest will be on site sampling nine different bourbons and whiskeys uh, like Yellowstone Select Bourbon, Rebel 100 Straight, Rye Whiskey, and more. Plus, CJC Transport will be hosting a single long putt challenge with your chance to win 20 Five hundred dollars. I had one of those putts last year. Uh, What'd you do? At an event. The thing is, a bunch of people gather around, and even though I'm like f off, uh, most y'all hoes could never be me anyway. <laughs> oh, that's what you said. Dave. Catch me at the club. Mm. Mm. Yep. I thought, oh, I can't leave it short, and so then I, you don't putt it right. It's one of those misnomers. Got to get it to the hole. Well, then if you hit it too hard, you don't. Play the line. And you look so like an ass short. for slapping well, but, I mean, but then Never up, like, never in. <laughs> that might be accurate, So it's like, too. okay, so I'm just going to blast it past, and I never got a chance. Because I could hit that putt, Doug. I could hit that putt. We uh, saw you do it against Nagel. That's true. Yeah, I think the putt against Nagel was actually longer than the one that was for 5000 You hit two that day that were both 50 feet at and least. And while I am incredible, well, yeah. in fairness, I got to see you guys putt in front of me, so I got to see the line four different times. Yeah. 
Boy, were they good putts. (laughs) (laughs) Mine, I know, it didn't have a line. Skip was breaking down the match, and he goes, honestly, with a couple of those guys, and I don't know who he's talking about. Me. He Probably you were one of them. Yeah, fine. I would have been the other one. Uh, I think probably he was talking about his former student, honestly, uh, who was MFing Skip (laughs) over his putt on number five. Uh, Because you might not want to watch their putts and then kind of watch... The others, the and he was accurate the too. There were two putts I know I did that I wouldn't have watched, and I watched. And you were them. the one who struck them, and I wish I wouldn't have seen them. So somebody's gonna have a chance in front of a large gallery of intoxicated Osiers and walruses, Doug, to watch somebody roll in a putt for twenty five hundred dollars. I don't know how long the putt is, but CJC Transport will have that for you at Normandy. The first one who the, makes it gets the money. No, I think no. It's not like everybody just keeps to keep going. I think you will win a chance to have the putt. Like oh, I had, I, okay. I won the chance to have the five thousand dollar putt. Right, and then just blew it past, like off the green. Yeah, on a putting green, on a practice green too. You leave in tears. Uh, my my son was disappointed. I think, yeah. and I hate to disappoint my son. Yeah, Jameson picked that. up Tim and walked him to the car. He played his first round with me this past really? Sunday. I mean, not round, but played three holes, and uh, with another guy and his nine year old daughter. We were just out there having fun, and then I missed a birdie putt on five, no less, too, mm. which I did birdie when we yeah, had yeah, a that nice day on. And I left the putt short, and I kind of was like, that's really terrible, especially since we're not really playing for anything. And he goes, oh, you missed that because you're a junk player. <laughs> that's what he said to you. <laughs> and then the guy we were playing with is a nine-year-old daughter. We're like, wow, <laughs> this guy's great. And I go, this is a five-year-old. You need to bring, him on, player. <laughs> need to bring him on the course more. I go, this guy. This guy's a problem is what he is. A little mouthy. A little mouthy at five. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of a little mouthy, Jackson and I are going to get it handed to us down the hallway. But Buster Olney is going to be with us in seven minutes. So flip on over to 101 ESPN. Uh, He will be with us in seven minutes on 101 ESPN for balloon party time for us to shut it down. KG, no time. You are not in tomorrow. Is that correct? Can't be here tomorrow. If you need me, I'm available Thursday and Friday. Oh, there you go. We don't know Iggy's COVID status, but thank you for coming in. On short notice, and I guess producer Joe is going to sit in there tomorrow. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be oh, amazing? I would be oh, stunned yeah, and great. happy as hell. That'd be amazing. No he chance. He could get a lot off his chest. <laughs> no chance in hell. He's but he would know. Iggy wouldn't be here. Yeah. Wow. He could sit here. I could go back there. Soccer got great. a double shoot this weekend. We haven't had him on. Tell about, talk about somebody who just MF everybody yeah. when they started texting in. Oh, man. That would be so <laughs> The last time he was in was like when I was shadowing Gangster Pete. Oh, And that wow. was like... You know, December of 2020. And the knot on his head has gone down since he got bopped on that <laughs> stoop. I'm just going to text him now, and he's going to look at it going, what in the hell? Want to come in and co-host uh, tomorrow. No can. Iggy is out with COVID. That Please. last sentence is key. That's the okay. key. I, I couldn't leave yeah. that out there. Uh, well, KGNO10, thank you for coming in once again. Yeah, not a problem. We are very grateful. Time for us to shut it down for the plow, for KGNO Town, for Action Jackson in, for the ill Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, and to McCurdy the Spin, Ryan Kelly, morning after from the McLeod Bulletin Studios.